Tuesday, December 6th. Remember uh, when I used to talk about football once a week and run through all the games and tell you what I was thinking about each team, usually from a fantasy perspective? Um, I sort of remember that too. Enough so that I'm going to do it again right now, even though it's been probably a month since I've done it. So week 13 started Thursday night, Bills, Patriots. Bills, reality, still good. Fantasy, James Cook is the story here. Uh, the rookie, could he be taking over? We thought that he was a done deal after they picked up Naheem Hines at, at, the, uh, at the trade deadline. Uh, I'm not sure if this was an aberration or things to come, but certainly something to keep an eye on. Patriots, you weren't good last year when you went on that little run. You're not good this year when you started to compete and thought you were this tough, rugged team. Bill Simmons, just stop it. Steelers, Falcons, Steelers. You know, after the top tier in the AFC, you feel like anyone can beat anyone on any given day, and the Steelers feel like they're sort of in that bunch and kind of frisky and young, good offensive pieces. But, like, if you're a Steeler fan, are you excited about Kenny Pickett for the next 10 years? Eh, I think he's probably more likely mediocre than a quality starter. George Pickens the only one I'm really excited about on that offense right now as it currently stands. Falcons, without Kyle Pitts, very nondescript. Drake London, though, 50% of the uh, targets, so he could be somebody worth a a play as a flex play here here on out. Uh, Packers put up 28 points. Not bad, even though it's against the uh, lackluster Bears. Christian Watson, uh, he's obviously the story. He's got eight TDs in his last four games, I believe. That is just uh, unthinkable. And he has that look. There's something about his body type and the way he runs that seems like there's something special there. And it makes me always think back uh, to that first play of the season where it's this huge bomb down the right sideline by Aaron Rodgers to a wide open Watson and he just muffs it, totally fumbled it. And those things are going to happen. His just had to happen to happen on the first play of his first season of his career. If that hits, then like maybe none of this is a surprise and he's just tearing it up a la Garrett Wilson. Bears, Justin Fields comes back, shows why he is uh, Justin Fields on one play. Montgomery, decent outing, but that passing game is just in trouble. Jaguars, they're a team that just, you know, one week you're like, hmm, these guys might be pretty good. And then most weeks you're like, eh, they might not be that good. And going against the Lions, one of the worst defenses in the league, and putting up 14 points is uh, quite depressing. The Lions, on the other hand, putting up a 40-burger at home, they are uh, showing some signs of life. And I like them going into the season, as you've heard me talk about. They just have some weapons. Amon Ross St. Brown is a true number one alpha, even though he does not profile as one. But uh, the guy is simply unstoppable. The Jets, and let's bring him back up, Garrett Wilson. He is clearly special. He's, uh, he's one of those dudes. He's going to be a he'll, – he'll go at the 2-3 at the wrap next year in smart leagues um he's just that guy like he's going to be in the conversation with these game breaking top tier wide receiver one talents that's what we're dealing with, with garrett wilson vikings 10 and 2 you buy it yeah you trust them in a big spot luckily the nfc doesn't have that many uh, big spot teams especially with the niners losing their qb so they might be uh playing in the nfc championship game the Commanders and the Giants, 2020 tie, it just seems very tie-like, these guys. Commanders, 
Uh, McLaurin, man, he's just a really good football player, and he has somebody halfway decent, like Heineke seems to be, uh, throwing in the rock and making sure to target your number one alpha there, then he's going to put up some numbers. And Jahan Dotson, great play on that touchdown. That rookie is uh, somewhat exciting. I don't think he becomes a huge factor in this league, but uh, somebody to put some interesting plays and points on the board once in a while. Giants, I feel like this sounds crazy because I think he might be leading the league in touches, but it feels like Saquon Barkley's not involved enough. And maybe that's because he's on one of my fantasy teams and I'm like always wanting him to get the ball, but it just seems like he's really good at football and they just go away from him a lot. I did like the way that uh, Danny Dimes was chucking the ball to Slayton though. And Slayton has really done a nice job uh, stepping up as the wide receiver one in a really, really weak wide receiver core. Titans just get thrashed by the NFC's best Philadelphia Eagles. Titans, Traylon Burks, my guy. Very unfortunate because he's the game breaker. And against a really good team, when you're the underdog on the road, you need that game breaker to make some plays. And he did. He made a play, and then he was not around to make any more plays. So who knows what could have happened if Traylon stayed on the field. Not saying they would have won the game or anything like that, but uh, it's nice to have that guy out there when needed. Eagles, just a complete dominant performance by all the stars. I mean, they just came to play. Hertz might be uh, neck and neck with Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen will get his voice probably heard again before the season's over for the MVP of this league. He's just uh, doing amazing things, and obviously A.J. Brown in his revenge spot goes out and crushes. Broncos, really, really nothing to see here. I guess the only thing you could say is the rookie tight end, Dulcich, gets, uh, seems to be the featured guy in that really, really shitty passing attack. Ravens. I don't feel good if I'm raising Ravens fan right now. Uh, pretty lackluster month of football, and now Lamar is out for what looks like week to week, which probably means weeks, plural. I don't know, man. They could be a team that slides out of the playoffs in a uh, somewhat competitive AFC. Cleveland Browns. Yuck, Deshaun, for many reasons. Um, back in the saddle and really not doing his thing. Against this this team where everyone has just been crushing, like where was Nick Chubb? Where was Mari Cooper? Where was DPJ? And it's just all special teams and defense that, that won this one for the Browns. Texans, I mean, really, really nothing to see here. Great, Nico Collins, bunch of targets, got in the end zone, cool. Seahawks, nice passing attack because they, they basically ran out of running backs. Their two studs on the outside uh, came to play and made them win this game over a really inferior Rams team. Um, Seahawks, I would keep my eye on the injury report. Obviously, it seems like Walker is not going to be that bad. But if he misses and DJ Dallas is actually not hurt, I think he's the next guy up. Um, Also, Travis Homer, who wasn't around this week, he can get back in the mix. And he also would be an interesting flex play if there's no Kenneth Walker there. Um, Just got to keep an eye on what's going on on their injury report. Rams, Cam Akers, comes back out of nowhere to take back the lead job from the rookie Kyron Williams and puts up a uh, quite a nice day. Do I want any of the Rams backs or want to trust any of the Rams backs moving forward considering the way that team is playing? Not at all. Seems like Baker Mayfield might land there before uh, the end of the evening. Dolphins, worst game two has had in uh, like two months. They are lucky to get 17 on the board against this great 49ers defense just by two, really, two plays is really all they could do. J. 
Jeff Wilson, nothing. Most there, nothing. Waddle hurt. Uh, really piss poor effort by the Dolphins. But that could be because the 49ers are a really, really good team who are now playing a rookie afterthought, also ran quarterback. What's his name? Purdy? Brock Purdy? That seems that seems fake. So I hope I'm wrong. Uh, the kid looked actually not that bad. And Niners are good, man, with that defense. And in terms of talent, skill positions, it's hard to top Debo, Ayuk, Kittle with McCaffrey in the background. I mean, if this kid is even average, they have a shot in the NFC still. Chiefs, Bengals, game of the day, and it lived up to the hype. Uh, the Chiefs, I think I heard Mahomes only threw, what, 16 times or something? Like a really, really egregiously low amount. It's hard to think how they even put up 24 points on the board when uh, Kelsey didn't have one, and I think Pacheco got in. Um, McKinnon got in. Right, just trying to remember what happened here. But Valdez Scantling missed one here. Juju back. Uh, nice target share if you're a Juju guy. I think he's pretty safe to get back in the lineup as a uh, number two target next to Kelsey in the passing game. Bengals, really impressive showing. Joe Burrow was outstanding. Jamar Chase back in the fold. And Chase, even though the numbers were not eye-popping, he just looks different out there to the eye. I mean, every time that Burrow throws the ball to him. It's just like just the way he catches it. There's just something really, really special about that kid. Chargers. There's not something really special about the Chargers. We always want to believe that there might be, but there really never seems to be. That be. <laughs> it just doesn't work out for them. Um, and they still have talent around. It seems like they do, right? Like what's going on there? The, the Herbert pass to Keenan Allen was fantastic. But in this day and age, if Keenan Allen is your top guy, obviously Mike Williams Injured, not there, and they have a bunch of injuries on the offensive line. It's just, it's just, I'm, I'm tired of the same old story with the Chargers every year. Wow, look at this roster of talent, and this is the time for them to break through, and they just continually don't. The Raiders, on the other hand, I mean, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, <laughs> arguably each of the best fantasy players at their respective positions. I, I read that they had, um, I think they combined for like 320 of the 410 yards that the team had, which is really, really remarkable. The Colts were decent for, uh, what, two and a half quarters, maybe? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, when they give him the ball, they look somewhat competent. When they don't, they do not. Uh, the fourth quarter was a complete debacle and one that usually you just kind of, you just kind of chalk that up to like, all right, that just wasn't our night, I guess, with the Cowboys dropping 54 on the Colts. And Cowboys look really strong from a fan, from a, a reality standpoint. Like, I don't know. Like, un- unfortunately, I don't think – I think their path is probably going to go to Philly in round two if things sort of hold form in round one. Um, and I'd like to see them playing Philly in the NFC Championship game, at least as of now. I think those are the two best teams in the NFC, especially with Garoppolo going down. And Monday, last night, Saints, they don't have much to talk about, man. Like, did they split the backfield last night between Kamara and Ingram? Like, like what, what's going on, man? Who, who, are, who are coaching these fucking teams? Uh, Alave, he still looks pretty good. He's obviously got talent, but that offense was uh, quite flaccid last night. And so were the Bucks until the last two minutes. I, I can't believe the Saints lost that game. I can't believe the Bucks won that game. It seems outrageous to even say out loud. And 
I don't want to like hype up Brady even like the way he like drove him down the field. Like, yeah, it was fun to watch then, but like it just feels wrong. The fact that you look up in the third quarter with, you know, two minutes left in the third quarter and, and the Buccaneers led by Brady with these weapons on the outside have three fucking points. It just, it feels gross. I like want to root against them, but then I think about, all right, who do I want in the playoffs to win that South? Falcons, Panthers, Saints? No. So I guess we'll take these guys again, and I guess that means I'm glad they pulled it out in the end. But uh, Godwin has has fully emerged as as the uh, alpha there, and somebody who um, you're lucky if you took the chance on him early in the season, regardless of that uh, injury heading into uh, Week One. Anyway, that was uh, Week Thirteen. Later. <laughs>